When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for the 203rd edition of the main show here. I'm checking, I'm checking the board. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't know. Hey, we are going to be sitting down with a uh, writer... Overall, just cool person, Jennifer Murrow here in a second. Uh, she uh, called in. Uh, well, we, uh, we connected via the power of Zencaster and computers. It is crazy to think that we could do this. Five years ago, the ability to do remote podcast recording with guests uh, or on location is just so much more difficult. But today, uh, with the power of the internet, with it, which with your power goes out, I know a lot of you listening, Maybe you're on the East Coast, or you're in other parts of the country, and there's been some issues, uh, you know, hurricanes. Uh, the, the, the 2020 is not a great year. We've established that. Now a lot of you without power and internet. And that's when you get the candles out and you learn a lot about yourself. And on top of everything else going on. But it, through the power of the internet, we get to sit down with Jen here in a bit. She, she got a new project that is out. It was released last uh, month. Well, actually, June. Um, and that's the thing. is is In this lockdown... Yeah, released June 23rd. In this lockdown, man, it's just tough, right? Like, a lot of people's lives affected. Uh, A friend of mine's wedding canceled again for the second time. I had a friend lose his father to COVID, and the wake, the funeral, had to be done via Zoom. And look, everyone, I think we all have a bit of a perseverance built into us, and you find that strength when you don't think it exists, uh, it is it's amazing to, to just experience to get through, but man, I know I know we're all through it, and you keep talking, you keep hearing me talking about those small joys, the small victories, and Jen and I are going to talk about that today. But part of the thing is, is, is Jen will, will touch on it too, she uh, co-wrote, co-created this uh, graphic novel, Primer, part of the DC Universe, it's out in the world, and it's a super wonderful, awesome, big, and cool accomplishment. And she hasn't had a chance to even celebrate it, hasn't had a chance to go out and experience it. Not, not, not that's why she's not doing it for that or we creators aren't doing it for the glory, right? But to just go out and experience a little bit of the spoils of your good hard work and to celebrate it. And I think it's a tendency, we have a tendency as humans, just even in normal circumstances, to not celebrate the things we do well or things we uh, are good at and we love to play small ball a little bit which is fine because we all want to keep our egos in check right and i think sometimes if you try to keep it too much in check you don't get to enjoy some of the great things you experience so we're here today to help jen enjoy this great victory of this graphic novel primer and we're going to sit down with jen in a little bit and talk about that uh it was uh, released like i said in june and there's a lot going on, and it's probably, you know, when's the right time to scream to the world, look, I did this thing. I know you're going through troubles, but I did this thing. And I argue it's always the right time 
because you don't know if your work or your words or you saying something at work to a coworker as you're all wearing masks and struggling to get through this, your words could help. Your work could help. Something you do today will have unintended positive effect on people. And that's what this episode's about today, sharing the great work of my pal, Jennifer Murrow. We talk during the interview. I'm not going to spoil the interview. We do talk about she's a great uh, cook. She's a great, uh, she's been become a great gardener. And I continue, and it's a broken record. You guys are sick of me. You're like, enough already, Ken. Start a cooking show. I just keep finding such calm in cooking and taking pride in it. And feeling really just chuffed, right? Like you know, you you take care of yourself there a little bit. Um, it's amazing. It, it it I talked about. I've talked before here about just slicing tomatoes and onions and jalapenos or something just relaxes me. But now it's just continues to grow the way I feel about it, and that's been a big discovery here in the lockdown for me. So hopefully, you guys are having some kind of discovery. I've been watching more cooking shows. I've been watching that, that Favreau chef show, but now I've started watching ugly delicious, uh, which is, um, on there as well. I got, it's just been great. It's like a little documentary series about, Oh my God, I could go on. Um, we'll do that some other time. I don't want to take the focus away from my pal, Jen. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and reset and we'll talk to Jen about primer synapsoc files. We're all in lockdown. We're all getting through this together. Trust me. We will see. We'll see each other on the other side. And we'll see each other on the other side of this break. Transitions, my friends. Transitions. Stick around. This is the Knapsack Files. What's going on, guys? I'm Alex. And I'm Steve. And this is Black Series Rebels. And we're going to be performing live August 16th at the Flappers Comedy Club in their virtual main room. And tickets are only $15. And this is an amazing way to support comedy clubs like Flappers that rely heavily on live events during this hellscape of a pandemic. Steve, if the people want to get tickets at home, what should they do? All they got to do is go to www.flapperscomedy.com. That's www.flapperscomedy.com. And if they want discount tickets, all they got to do is follow us on social media at BLK Series Rebels. For the best in pop culture art, sleek designs, and some of the best brand logos around, shop G9 Design on Public and represent the electrifying art of Janine Bryce with a shirt, wall art, and more. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash G9 Design. And while you're searching the G9 Design storefront, check out Janine's show, It's a Wonderful Podcast, available right here on Anchor and wherever podcasts are found. Well, hello there. This is Lauren Romo, one of the co-hosts of the Gal Electric Podcast. We are two gals that just talk anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. Come join us for the Star Wars discussions. Stay for that silliness. You can find us on Apple Pod, Spotify, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on Twitter at The Galactic Pod. And as always, may that force be with you. Right, 
Knapsack Files fans, so happy to have Jennifer Miro back on the show. Writer extraordinaire, bass player extraordinaire, chef cook, amateur chef cook. Is that a title? Chef cook? Extraordinaire. Hey, Jen, how are you? Hi, how are you? (laughs) We're good. We're good. We're we're all surviving with what's going on. And you are uh, one of the only humans I've seen in the last few months. And I think that's the same the other way around, right? Yeah, pretty much. I've left my house. Maybe I, I could count on one hand. And uh, luckily, my lease is up so I can return it and I don't have to buy one for a while because uh, that's just a waste of money sitting in my driveway. Just a car just floating around. Just, yep. you, know, you don't need it. Hey, uh, I'm really excited about something that's been out for a little bit here now, but we wanted to talk about it. You uh, You worked on this graphic novel uh which the kids might call a big comic book but right. uh, you know that's what it was. it's called primer you worked on it uh, with, with thomas krieski and we can't forget uh, greta lusky as the illustrator that's so key to yes. uh putting it together uh so let's talk about primer because i want i want the knapsack files fans to know what it is what you put into it and where they can get it all those good things yes this is uh telling the world this is like a, a commercial <laughs> But I'm so proud of what you've done here. Uh, One of my uh, favorite folks in town. So talk about Primer. Well, it's really, I mean, God, it's cool that I, you know, me and Tom got to create a new character in the DC universe. And that is a rare thing and special. And we are so glad that they saw potential in it. And Gretel just added the most amazing artwork to bring it to life. So we, the combo of us just really worked great. And Primer is about a young girl who, um, is in the foster system and gets uh, adopted by these two people. And the mom is a scientist and Primer ends up getting uh, uh, Ashley. Her name is Ashley Rayburn. Ashley gets her hands on these special paints that when you swipe them on, they give you individual powers. Uh, Mm. And, um, but she can only use three at a time because she finds out once there's a fourth, something happens, but I won't spoil that. People could take a look at what happens when a fourth happens. So, um, so it's, it's really fun and she's very kind of sarcastic and, uh, we we also wanted to make sure she had a very healthy body type. We didn't want a a skinny mini kid. Um, she's just turning 13 and yeah, it's a, it's a story close to our heart and uh, it is really fun and it's doing really well and people seem to love it. And I really haven't heard a bad review yet. So I am knocking on my forehead, knocking on wood. So yeah. <laughs> How do you, uh, this is, this is great. Number one. Uh, and, and the concept of a, kind of a, dare I say, real world kind of superhero, superhero powers and all that kind of stuff. You're pulling from a lot of things that I think people can overlook comic-based characters, particularly in the superhero genre, mm-hmm. uh, uh, touch on different areas. They inspire in different areas. Uh, the uh, idea that she's a, in, a, in a foster home, uh, mm-hmm. which is something that I didn't experience, but I had a really good friend in high school that did, and I know mm-hmm. the trials and tribulations. How do you take that kind of stuff? Because you also still wanted to be fun and whiz-bang comic adventure. How do you start from that part, uh, that, that that kind of idea and kind of move it into a, into a comic? I mean, I think it's because Ashley's... Um, personality and her sense of humor and how, I mean, she does kind of hide her pain through humor, but that brings out a lot of fun when she's interacting with people. She doesn't come from a negative place, even though she had a very hard upbringing and her dad's in jail and you you find that out in the book. And um, I think that's what helps make it fun. And you know, and, and the dad, her, her, her new dad is, um, 
also has a very uh, good sense of humor and they get along really great. And he's an artist and she's an artist and he wants to help bring that out in her. So there's a lot of positivity along with that. Yeah. I don't know if that answers that, but. Well, that answers it perfectly. Uh, yeah. and, and, and how you put together these characters and in trying to um, inspire everyone uh, across all boards and then, and then finding that center central theme to connect with everybody. I, I love that kind of stuff there. Uh, I, I am, I am obsessed though with the idea of, you know, I've done a lot of different creative things, put my, my fingers in some pies and I can never bake well. <laughs> um, but you're, you're a great writer and, and, and known mostly maybe for animation, Star Wars Forces of Destiny. We're going to be talking to you about that on Force Center uh, also uh, this week. But uh, a graphic novel, a graphic novel, and, or a, a.k.a. a comic book. I know that's not the correct term. I, I collect them as well. But for the general, right. a comic book. Had, had you worked on that? Had you worked on that format before? Uh, before touching primer at all? No, not at all. I, um, yeah, I come from the TV world. We use final draft. We didn't, we don't come from the book world at all. And it was, it it was interesting. It wasn't hard. It was just something new to get used to. And, but well, luckily because we come from animation, we have to think visually anyway, we always have. So we have to describe a lot when you're writing, you know, pages for a graphic novel. So I think that came naturally more than I think maybe other people might not be used to. So in a weird way, we hadn't done that meeting before, but it worked out because of our animation history. Yeah. Did you feel it was a fun challenge to take on? Because it, it sounds like you just kind of swatted away the challenge like a, like a gnat <laughs> of a campfire. Yeah. You know, I think uh, Tom and I have a very similar sense of humor. And I think mm. that, as long as we can put jokes and things, we're really happy. Uh, I think that's a big thing for us. And, and I wanted to make a story that was, you know, that was, um, I guess, you know, respectful to the foster system and Mm -hmm. also respectful to her as a young girl, as a, as a, as a female and, um, not fall into certain tropes. And I hope we did that. So it, it kind of, it, you know, it, it kind of just rolled. It just rolled quickly because we enjoyed the material. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so no, that's so good. You're so good at crafting the, uh, these characters, but also, you know, I've been in development uh, kind of meetings and with you and I've seen how you approach to building characters and, and it always comes from just a smart place. So, uh, I love seeing it there. Uh, it sounds like, it sounds like you had a Star Trek thing in the background there. Are you on a spaceship? That's mm-hmm. funny. Um, no, I am not, but that is back to the future. Um, that was, uh, yeah, Marty McFly is calling right. me. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> right. Actually it was, it's politics stuff. All those, you know, have you been getting those phone texts about do this thing do that thing you know take this survey and i'm like well that's my whole day now every day with these texts i I just get one that uh, just says hey ken cbd oils 75 (laughs) percent off which is great a great deal i've never used cbd uh oils well take i've used i've used like a a, like a muscle bomb i take that back so maybe that's why maybe (laughs) the next time click on it (laughs) your knees hurting again (laughs) um (laughs) Uh, transitioning a little bit out of this. I know what's going on. I know you well. Uh, you, you, we're locked away. Uh, we're trying to live our lives as best we can uh, under the circumstances. And oh, yeah. I see on your Instagram page a lot of great food photos and a lot of great gardening photos. Uh, the other day, we did a very safe social distance uh, exchange. Well, I still owe you figs, but I picked yes. up some tomatoes and squash from you. These tomatoes, I could we could turn this into a cooking show real fast. Uh, <laughs> are, 
has that always been there for you or is this something you just picked up or is something oh, well, you learned? Oh, no. Well, my grandmother was a farmer in Italy. My grandfather was a fisherman. I've joked about that before, which is why they never got along. That was just like oil and water. But um, I grew up with our own garden and it's a very Italian thing to do. Not just tomatoes, but like everything. Everything. um, So it's, yeah, it's my apocalyptic garden that I've been doing since March and now it's summer and now it's getting way too hot and I'm looking forward to it to be over so I can start planting in the winter because winter is much more fun in California to, to plant than in, uh, in New York. But, Italy, I was going to say New York or Italy. Oh, okay. Um, both. Well, actually, yeah. Well, now here's my question. How was the squash? Did you do the squash yet? I haven't done the squashes yet. They're in the fridge, ready to go. I, I've Great. got some orzo pasta. I think I'm going to cut them in and put them in there. Great. Uh, I'm waiting for that. But yeah, I mean, I get it. And like I... I've, I've tasted your cooking before at your parties. You're a great cook, but I was just you now seeing you grow things in these tomatoes folks. Uh, they don't, they're not mushy. They're hard and firm when you cut them great for slices. Oh my God. I could take a photo of them and put them in some sort of poster. for tomatoes. <laughs> They are pretty. Yeah. They're, I, um, yeah, they came good this year. I learned, you know, I learned so much more than when I used to, when I first moved to California, I was, I suddenly couldn't grow, uh, grow anything. I had like a black thumb all of a sudden. I was like, what the hell? And I just had to get used to the bugs and the dryness and the weather. And I learned a lot more about like uh, nutrition and stuff and actually having to feed the plants and do proper things. Yes. So that's why my tomatoes look like that. They're so good. You should write, that's, that should be your next book. Just write it. <laughs> A home gardening book. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be like the friendly red tomato and his name that, is Josh. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm saying you and I just created that right now. So okay, there you go. Uh, TM ownership on the <laughs> red tomato. Uh, all that, all that stuff. Are you, are you finding, uh, you know, it's, it's a grind right now. It's a grind. Everyone finding their way through this lockdown situation. Yes. Uh, is it those little type of things, those little type of moments, growing a good tomato, writing a graphic novel or putting the finishing touches on it and getting it out to the world? Are you, are you able to find those joys every day as best you can? I mean, yeah, I absolutely did. The only thing that wasn't a joy, unfortunately, was that how much we were going to do primer at conventions and Comic-Con for this would have been amazing to have a graphic, you know, a new DC character and have Comic-Con canceled. And New York Comic-Con, I think I just saw was... Um, yeah. also canceled. So it's like, um, so mm-hmm. there, there are joys. I think it's in terms of primer. I think it's because I knew how much we were going to do, you know, a big book release at Barnes and Noble and do a whole thing. So, um, that's a bummer. So that's why I garden so much and enjoy bourbon and wine and watch a lot of eighties bad movies and good movies. But, um, there it is, it is about finding the small joys and it really, growing your own food and tending your own garden like that and eating it. Like I almost cried the first time I ate my own broccoli. I'm like, Oh my God, I grew food because like, it was just so hard over the years. And like, you know, I've done basil and odds and ends and herbs, but like, this was like food, food, like food you boil and eat. Like yeah. that was like very exciting to me because like I hadn't done it since back East. So um, yeah. that really did, does absolutely bring joy. I look, I, I, I keep joking. My listeners know I've, I've just suddenly just have a passion for cooking at home that I used to never have it used to be jokes about me that my favorite uh, food group was the color purple or you know, tea <laughs> dinners. And I uh, just, I did not good. know that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, but I always kind of liked, even as a kid, I used to pretend to do a cooking show in my parents' kitchen to no one. Like I just, there was like three cameras and I'd make peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And oh my God. But I think I rediscovered something that was there, but I, I are, are you, uh, what I'm finding, I don't know if you're finding this, like what you just described, I understand like, 
uh, I haven't grown my own broccoli, but like right. making a nice meal with very little instructions, like some of that's been blue apron. That's been a different thing. You, you get right. a package and everything, but the other, other ones, it's like, let's just figure this out. And when I do like grace can back it up, I just, I have this, please um, uh, uh, validate my existence. Cause I'm so excited. I, I cooked for myself. <laughs> I did not know that. That's fantastic. You know, there is a big difference. And, you know, also I've been cooking a lot of comfort food. You know, I eat Sure. Healthy, but as 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 the pandemic has gone on, I'm like, here's gooey lasagna. Here's the mm-hmm. thickest mac and cheese you've ever seen. Here's a giant grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup. So it's like it's just gotten more gooey as time has gone on. But it, it makes people happy. So that's great to take pictures of that, which is super nice. Yeah, no, it is. It's a little thing. It's like our, our, our pal Roger Craig Smith, through all of it, just keeps posting pictures of hummingbirds or constellations or rivers. You know, It's and- amazing. Like it. it this how this man doesn't have a million National Geographic like things in there. It's just it's incredible. It's it's beyond like yeah. It's like yeah. well, if he ever loses his day job, he can always become right. an amazing photographer. Yeah. Uh, he already is. So already yeah, put in a book. He can put in a book like Primer. Hey, what a transition! <laughs> no, uh, Good job, then, there you go. This this one this one coming out. Um, so uh, how does it how does it feel? As, as again, you've got a lot of things that have been out in the world, uh, which is uh, great. The TV, the animated TV programs, all the kind of stuff. How does this does this feel any different? Uh, much like say cooking your own broccoli, but this being your first graphic novel, looking on this, uh, looking on the shelf, you talked about the the panels that you didn't get to experience this time around, but we're we're looking hopeful, uh, hopefully to the future. Obviously, right. Um, uh, talk about this specific joy. How did how did seeing Primer in the world fail for you? Yeah, I feel it definitely feels different. It definitely is like a physical creation I can hold in my hand is just such a rare thing. And it's and it's like you can hand it to someone like right there. It's just really, really cool. And and the fact that it's a new character and like they all had to get around a table to accept this character or to say yes to this book. And like Jim Lee had to say yes. And like Mm -hmm. um, I have been collecting comics since the 90s. So that is so trippy. And it's just hard to process. And like flipping through the book, I, you know, I've stopped on a page before where I'm like, oh my God, I just flashed back to like 1993 and like X-Men. Go. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, it's it's a huge difference. I think I'm not feeling it as much as I would be if we sure. were touring around. Um, but other than that, it still feels different. And I hope, you know, we get to, you know, promote this more in the future. And, you know, now she's part of that world. So hopefully we'll see her in stuff. Fingers crossed. Seeing her and stuff is what we're hoping for. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to pick it up, uh, you can go to wherever fine uh, books and graphic novels are sold. If you, uh, it, it would help too if you've got a local comic shop, head over there and uh, pick it up. Or if they don't have it, say, I'd like to order a copy because that'll, that'll force them to get a few in on the shelves. I know that trick from the books. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you. Do that as well. Uh, as always, uh, Jennifer Murrow can be uh, followed online uh, on Instagram. Uh, you got, are you your official Jen Murrow there, right? Uh, um, um, Jennifer Murrow on Twitter, official Jennifer Murrow on Instagram. And, awesome. um, and yeah, and you can get Primer on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and yeah, and check your local comic shop. Check Absolutely. your local comic shop mm-hmm. and follow her Instagram page for good shots of homemade veggies. <laughs> Jen, thanks for coming in to the Knapsack Files. Thank you. There you have it. That's the Knapsack Files for this week. Thanks again to Jen Merle coming on in here talking about Primer. Go pick up Primer. Show Jen that Knapsack Files community 
support that you guys show me so well. And speaking of support, if you want to support, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash catnapsock. I want to always thank my executive producers, supporters, Thomas Rizling, Lethal Logan Expedor, Matt Thompson, Nathan Novendale, Zach Anderson, Ty Schallenberger, Chad Benningfield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergen, Old Handsaw, Zach Taylor, Ranger Donald, and Fair Smooth Anna, the greatest name in the history of the world. I decided that that's just the way it is. If you want to support, you can head on over there. Uh, new thing, TNF Boardroom members, Tier 6, 7, 8, get to submit VO for the Saturday Night Napsock episodes. The kind of station ID, brand logo ID that pops up at the beginning. Uh, my pal Matty D voices the uh, Napsock Files uh, brand ID and will going forward. But I th- thought for Saturday Night Napsock it would be fun to open up that to the Boardroom members. And Tier 7 and 8, you can submit a pre-show intro, uh, which is a nice little intro joke at my expense you get to submit that as well you can check it out all on patreon but thanks to everyone who just shares this show listens likes uh subscribes rates reviews and just tells a friend i appreciate it thank you so much we'll be back next week with some more ramblings from me here cat knapsack on the knapsack files bye my friends goodbye